0: Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Arshon McAway, and you're tuned in to Wild WOW Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. Wow That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have Rhonda Mormon. Rhonda, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. So you have a pretty interesting story that a bio doesn't do it any justice. Can you please tell everyone who you are in a nutshell?
1: Well, in a nutshell, well, I'm an actress, a mother, a overcomer, a (laughs) empowerer, and um, I'm just happy to be on the show.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Um, So let's talk about, you you have an upcoming book that's not quite finished just yet, um, and it's based off of your childhood trauma. Let's talk about your childhood trauma. What happened?
1: Well, when I was uh, seven years old, I was um in a gun fire and I was a drive by and I was put in a wheelchair from seven to about eleven and a half years old. Told I would never walk again and by the grace of God I start walking at about eleven and um was uh, encouraged by Bible clubs that is still existing today. That's called World Impact Bible Club and it's right there in Los Angeles, California. It taught me about faith and I prayed and believed and I dreamed of one day walking again, and by the grace of God, I started walking.
0: Now, let me go back to when you were about 7 to 11. Uh, as, as much as you can remember, during that time, what did life look like for you? You know, it was dark. It was dark. It was
1: it was grim. It, it, it was, you know, a hard time for me. I went from a active Vibrant young seven-year-old, laughing and singing and dancing, and big imagination to this wheelchair of confinement, which was ugly. And um, I was unprepared for that kind of lifestyle. You went from just light to dark. Um, Your whole world changes. It's an emotional place. You never feel right. You never feel perfect. Um, You never will feel perfect again because. Now you have what they call a disability that gives you a handicap for the rest of your life. So now you have to try to live with what your life's going to be, and that just didn't even seem like it had a future
0: for me. So when something like that happens to you, uh, especially in today's time, do you look at people and say, hey, they're taking advantage of their life because of what you've been through?
1: You know what? I sometimes have to recall myself being back in that chair and take, and feel like I'm not taking advantage of life. You know, I could not walk and those were two legs. I need two legs to put one front in front of the other. And I today will find myself placed in um, a stagnation place where it's like, okay, we want to just take the steps. I at one point in my life couldn't even take a step. So when I stand by someone who is complaining, or who feels like they can't do it, or feel like life is never gonna be fair to them again. Um, yes, sometimes I do feel like that they're taking advantage of that, but like, like I said, I am in that boat too. I have to make sure that I'm not taking advantage of life and standing on my two feet and trusting God with with the steps that I'm supposed to take in the future that he has for me and my purpose. And that's what led me here today.
0: So what's that main thing that motivates you? Like when the main thing that I'm talking about, like what's that word, that catchphrase, what's that thought that keeps you going from that time up until now? Cause you're extremely successful. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know what? The
1: word stand has a big, Impact on me, um, you know. In the morning, we get up. <laughs> you know, even at middle of the night, we have to, you know, go to the ladies' room or, you know, and it's just something that we do, right? You don't think about it; you just get up. And um, so, in the morning, for me, when I put my two feet on the ground, I I have to remember I couldn't do that. So, I cannot allow things, life, position. Um, no's, setbacks, adversities to just push me over because I I have to know what it is to stand rooted in what I believe and what I know to be for myself and in my future. And fear could definitely stagnate the next dream, especially when you don't have all the answers. So I think the word stance, the word pivot, the the word balance (laughs) – the word tilt, anything that has to do with movement, anything that has to do with movement. I, I believe that those are, it, it almost gets under my skin. It forces me to realize what I couldn't do before. You know, I, my husband sometimes when he sees that I'm struggling with something, he'll say, can you do me a favor? And he, he used to get me more early on in the day um, and, and back in the years with this. He would say things like, could you do me a favor? And I'm like, what? He said, could you please stand up? And that is such a quick <laughs> reminder that what are you talking about? What you cannot do? Right. What do you? What do you? Can you just stand up? And I'm like, you know what? And even today, it gets me emotional just saying it. Only because it's like, what? Wait, right? What am I doing? I used to sit on my balcony and watch other kids run and play and jump, sc- uh, jump rope and hops- hopscotch and double dutch and all of those things. You know. Um hide and seek. And I would look at the legs of these kids and imagine one day, because that was the only thing that I still had left was my mind, um, that I would walk again. So I would just imagine, it didn't matter what color they were, it didn't matter if they were a boy or girl, as long as I could see two legs, it kept me going. And one day they became my reality and I have to remember to always Stand and be rooted in what I know to be for my own life.
0: That's powerful. When I was coming up through high school, uh, mm-hmm. middle school, and high school, I had alopecia very badly. My eyebrows were gone, eyelashes. I had patches all over my head, and wow. I had to do like you. I had to watch other kids and look at them and say, like, I had to keep on believing in myself. Like my hair is going to grow back. My hair is going to grow wow. back because the doctors, mm-hmm. the doctors were telling me that, hey, this is uh, some of it's hereditary. It may not grow back in, you know, you may have to, oh, you know, shave your head, bald right. and everything like that. And I just didn't want to believe it. So I just kept on believing that it was going to grow back. And I was looking at other people and then next thing I know, it grew back.
1: Right. And we want to believe what they're saying. They're doctors. They went to school for this, right? You know, mm-hmm. and we're young mm-hmm. and we're impressionable. We, we want to believe, but you know, I just couldn't accept it. I, I, I there were many times that my mother where She had to get used to this. We had to get used to this, um, that I would be, you know, in this wheelchair for the rest of my life. I'll never take any steps again. And there were times when she would go to the store really, really fast. We lived on a second floor, so taking me downstairs was a big thing. First of all, I never trust anybody with me again. So... Mm -hmm. It go, someone taking me in their arms and taking me downstairs was something that I had a hard time even doing because I was hurt before under you know um, adult supervision, so what's stopping you from dropping me or hurting me again so all of that faith and trust and it 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 became personal and so you know you don't want to think like that with your own mother, but you it that's just that's what I knew I didn't have any development so She wouldn't take me to the store with her or things like that. So I would always stay in confinement. Like we're right now with quarantine. I know what confinement means, like literally to stay in one place. However, there were times when she would leave, and I would honestly get out of the chair, try to take a step, and fall. And I would do it several times. I would hurt myself. I would bruise on one side if, you know, if, if I tried to do on the left, I would try to do it on the right that time, and now I have on a, you know, I have on a cast, which is very heavy as well, so um, I'm. I, why am I doing that? It's just, in my mind, I just had to try, and before she would get back, I would have to now drag myself back into my chair, place myself back into position, look like, what is unnormal is normal for me so that my mother could feel okay that I was okay when she returned. Impact. And that was something that was very hard to do. And I shared that with her, of course, now because of the journey that I'm on with me writing my book coming up short. Um, she was blown away that I did that. And she asked me the question why? And I said, Mom, I I I didn't know why not, because at that age, it didn't catch up to me that I'm going to be this way for the rest of my life. Even though I'm sitting here and that's what I'm doing, this just can't be it for me. And I know it had to be a new normal for her. And so I couldn't try doing it in front of her because she would go, no, 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 stop. Don't do that, because the diagnosis was already told to us that I would never walk again. So she got relaxed with that. And I just,
0: I never, I never could. So let's talk about your book coming up short. Uh, tell me, why yeah. did you want to write this book?
1: You know what? I was working out, and I um, almost fail on a brick. It's a, a class. It's called Effect Fitness, actually, in Atlanta. And I was trying it, and they use a brick for the workouts. they in Paso, and I love that drive. And I almost fail. And I was... um I had to balance myself, and man, the the words came out, man, God, I always feel like you're coming up short, and plain as day, God said, don't you always feel like that? Don't you always feel like you're always coming up short? I mean, it's like always one thing after the other. Um, This was after I finished the workout. As I sat with that, it, it dawned on me, you know what? I'm no different than anyone else. All I had to do was adjust and that's life. And I said, let me share that. Let me share my experiences. It's time for me to come beyond, go beyond the veil, go past the wheelchair, go past the doubts and the, you know, thought of why would I, why, what pe- other people are going to think about me <laughs> and um, come clean of how it's time that I have to share my story and hopefully encourage that next young girl or young boy or whoever um, that if I can do it and you see me standing next to you, what's the difference? There's an, Actually, there, there's no difference. I, I don't like the word disability um, because it 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 literally is like a stamp and you become it. You become what they stamp you with. And I don't like the word handicap because there's nothing handicapped by a person who's getting up every day who is still alive. And I don't – I want them to know I understand and I'm just like you. If I could talk to anyone's heart and – Allow them to understand that in that darkest time, which I know and understand for myself because I would be rocked in tears crying about that. I would always go, why me, God? And now he's telling me, yes, Rhonda, this is exactly why because I need you to go and tell the story, your story, the miracle that I gave you and what you're doing with it because your platform is for purpose. It's not for gain or for self-awareness of who look at me. No, I need to out myself
0: so that other people can see me, see them in me. So when is coming up short coming out? Because I think a lot of people will want to definitely read this story.
1: You know what? I'm working on it with this amazing um, business strategist, uh, Coretta Doctor Consulting. It's my business strategist, and she's incredible. And we're working and seeing about doing this hopefully at the end of this year. I should be done. I am working on some other platforms to actually get the conversation going right now, just like what we're doing right now, to really open up this dialogue and talk about it and not behind, hide behind cameras or, or, you know, or just our everyday lives. A lot of us need to talk about this because, you know, suicide and Ah, I'm getting emotional. And my story extends way past just walking. One of the taglines that I always would say is, be careful what you ask for. Because I asked God to walk again. I promise you, when I started walking, it seemed like all hell even broke loose even more. (laughs) So it's like, when you're a victim, when you're in a chair, nobody bothers a victim. Yeah. No no one, you know, I mean, you get talked about and, and, you know, and things like that, and kids can be cruel, and life can happen, and you feel, you know, uh, just hideous to your own self. However, it was like once I started walking, even more things started to happen in my life, and that's mm-hmm. why I have this story called Coming Up Short, because I have experience, and experience after experience, that it's like, man, if I... If I just would have stayed in a chair, this would have happened, right? Mm. So, mm. <laughs> so gotcha. it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you go, man, you know, why is life picking on me? But that's exactly <laughs> the shoulders that I sit on. It's just these strong shoulders, and it's time for me to lift somebody else up with it.
0: Where can everybody get in contact with you, or when can they learn more about you?
1: Yes, please, on all platforms. I am Rhonda Mormon on all the handles from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, yes, and you can also visit my website at um, IamRondaMormon.com. And please, I would love to hear from you and hear how you are overcoming everything that you're dealing with. And you know, I, I love that. I love that coming up short is not a matter of what is lacking about you but what is winning about you that's what this whole story is going to be based off on so your redemption story your redeemer and how you know to be your best self against all adversity
0: well I'm your host Darshan McAway. we're talking to Rhonda Mormon she's an actress and getting ready to become a best-selling author I'm going to speak that into existence Rhonda thank you so much for coming on to Wild Podcast we really appreciate you
1: I appreciate you having me love the titles too
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks.